0: Hey, folks! Welcome into Pro Football Ireland. Michael McQuaid uh, on this beautiful Saturday morning. I'm starting to sound like some sort of commentator here, talking like that. But I hope it's I hope it's really I hope it's sunny, and yeah, more like uh, it's probably really because uh, I'm down in Limerick at the time of us going out at the European Flag Football Championship. So, I'm uh, gonna keep putting this hard knocks podcast out. I think on Saturdays to give people time to breathe, to give people time to watch it. Jason, uh, a, a warm welcome to you, Muhyara. Uh, some really good reaction to this podcast last week. There's a few Irish Jets fans are buzzing. We're doing this, so uh, all good. How are you getting on?
1: All good, yeah. All good here. Um, I got a nice pep in my step last Saturday morning after the Cardinals beat the Broncos. So I know it is pre season, but um, a win's a win. We'll take all the wins we can get this year, uh, with the season that's ahead of us.
0: But uh, no, all good. Yeah, yeah uh, thank another... you. Sorry, no, sorry. I... Do you know what, Jason? I'm, not, I'm not even going to edit this out. Don't worry. I think there's like a little bit of a delay you, because you're in North America, but I was going to say just with the Cardinals, did you see the document where it's like every game this season, uh, like in terms of like the handicap and the Cardinals are like literally not favourites in any game this season?
1: Yeah. Well, I think we're evens in one game, which is the bye week. So I'm looking forward to the bye week. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it was There was a lot of rage in that Cardinals column. So... We'll take the preseason wins and we'll look forward to a high draft pick next year. Um, but I am kind of excited. They're showing, like, there's not much talent on the team, but they're showing a lot of fight and they're not making too much mental errors, which was such a problem last year. So I do like the first impression that Jonathan Gannon and his coaching staff have made. But anyway, enough about that. I could talk about Cardinals for days.
0: I'll say one more thing about the Cardinals um, before we do hard knocks shout out to my dad and my brother who got me up at 4 o'clock in the morning last Saturday to take him to Belfast airport to go to the Arsenal match I literally caught the I couldn't believe the game was still going on when I woke up so obviously I had to look look, look at a bit of Cardinals Broncos football but let's you're right let's um, let's jump into hard knocks now look it's I feel like cause we, we haven't talked we, we, we were like right let's, let's just jump in and do this and not talk about it and sort of hear each other's thoughts on this last week was so good right and we had a very brief conversation where it was like there wasn't too much to this episode I will say that the moment at the start with The Mentalist which I'll talk about in a second and the moment at the very very end with Your Man from the Naked Gun I could happily watch something like every day of the week but like I've seen people Jason complaining this morning that they feel like HBO isn't getting as much like access as the Jets should be giving him did that come across to you in that episode?
1: Yeah, I'm not. am not so sure. Um, you know, maybe maybe there could be something there. Seeing as the Jets didn't actually volunteer for Hard Knocks, if I'm not mistaken, so maybe they are being a bit restrictive in what they they want to be shown. But uh, I think part of it is just the you know the nature of things in preseason. Every episode when they're making one a week, it's seven days. There's not going to be fireworks every week, like you know. Um, some weeks it is just uh, a more routine standard procedure and I think last week as well we were also eager to see Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform and seeing how that interaction played out so now that we're kind of getting used to that a bit it probably didn't have the same effect but uh, that by no means does that mean I didn't enjoy the episode you know I still um, still really enjoyed it and it's always fun to get to know some players behind the scenes where you're used to just seeing them on Sundays and now you get a bit of personality involved as well so even when there isn't those big highlight moments I, I still have fun watching
0: these things. I'm yeah. I'm enjoying it. Like it's it it was it wasn't probably as good as last week, but certainly it was a good. Like look, I think at this point we're we're starved of football, and it was an enjoyable watch in my eyes. And uh, look, at the end of the day, 39 year old Aaron Rodgers at the end of his career, at, at like his last stop probably before he goes to Canton in a few years' time. It's it's good to watch Oz Perlman who apparently was on America's Got Talent, is some sort of mentalist, and he came in to if folks if you haven't seen this, well, like Alex will explain but he came into like the lecture theatre and um, he basically performed a trick where I, I can't remember who the player was. Um, It was a McCole Hardman who ha- had, conf- had to go to the very, very front and like, get a jigsaw piece out of all these like pieces and it, it basically, he put it into like the Jets logo. It, it became the Jets logo. But the biggest thing that I thought was just mad, Jason, maybe you're a doubter of magic, etc. but you can explain it to me in a second. Um, For people not, that haven't seen it, the guy asked Nicole Hardman, who's like, are you guys going to win this Bowl? And he was like, yeah, man. And he goes, against two, the 49ers. And what's the score going to be? 31 21. And he turned it around. And when he turned around, man, Aaron Rodgers' face laughing was literally 10 out of 10, funny. I thought, like, it was, that was such good stuff. Like, start episode, honestly.
1: It must, yeah, it was just, I think it was real life magic, to be honest, because I've thought about it. I think I was up half the night thinking about how he actually did those tricks. And it just doesn't makes sense you know I can there was a couple there as well you know, when he was asking Aaron Rodgers to pick a card um, I forget who the first player was but he asked what, what number he would wear if he had the choice and he kind of rattled through the numbers 10, 20, 30 and you can see how that might work you know he's probably looking for a facial expression or just a twitch to say okay that's his number but yeah that's prediction for the Super Bowl like he must have that prepared I just don't understand it the goldfish in aaron rogers hand must be some prop type trick the puzzle thing half my notes on this episode michael are to do with these tricks as i was trying to work them out um and i just have no idea i'm none the wiser i'm blown away with
0: yeah and the thing is like the um my only sort of thought is he must have had he must have like given McCole hardman like a message on instagram like who do you think's going to win was the score going to be and it was all sitting but like that's the only way I can describe that but yeah like even even the card the card trick with the Flea Diamonds and Rogers was just funny man and this the, this conversation genuinely happened so obviously we have ways and means of watching Hard Knocks which are completely legal etc you can watch Hard Knocks folks on Sky Sports on a Thursday night 9 o'clock in Ireland and the UK you can also watch it on the Zone Game Pass shortly after so please do use those means And um, but I was sitting down to watch it last night and um, out of the blues, Jason, Jeff, Rainbow texted me. and was like, um, we need to talk a little ball. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, Robert Sala and his comments and hard knocks. And I was like, I'm literally like the intro music's hitting right now. Like what, what's wrong? He goes, and he told me, he goes, well, his comments about the offensive line. And um, so I, I guess the, the, it goes into like, and this is a really interesting conversation because it goes into the episode where they go to Carolina. They obviously played in Carolina last week and they have the joint practice and clearly that first day of practice didn't go well for them but like every team Jason's gonna have a bad practice at some point like you can't be expected to have a good practice every day but then Sally gets him in and he says defence our style was all over this bull yesterday and it was awesome to see because that's our standard that's who we are offence guys it was our first effing opportunity to change the stink that's been in this organisation for a very long time on the offensive side of the ball. You can have a Hall of Fame quarterback, two 10 million plus receivers, a rating offensive rookie of the year, all kinds of skill in the running back room and none of it effing matters until the big boys up front change who the f we are. We as coaches and as an organisation can't want it more than you. And I'm watching that tape last night trying to find something to show that we're effing changing and it didn't show. I guess my question to you, Jason, is do you think that's too hard for him or do you think, look, the coach is passionate and that's the way he should be? Absolutely,
1: that's the way he should be. Um, As you said, every team has bad practices, but I think great teams and good coaches need to treat those bad practices like the end of the world to make sure they don't happen again and to make sure that they do actually improve. Um, Because, you know, it did seem like the offense was doing very well at parts, uh, but then after one bad day, he comes in and kind of Treats the room as if the world is ending and the sky is falling. I think you need that attitude if you're going to improve. Um, so I can see why he did that. Um, I was kind of waiting the whole episode for this Dalvin Cook reveal. Because even walking off the practice field after that um, downer of a practice, he said, we're missing something and, you know, this this isn't how going to plan. Uh, and I was just, this is the perfect time to cut in a Dalvin Cook walking into the Jets facility. But uh, we'll have to wait for next week for that. Um, but I did like as well, you can see, when you see the story of how the whole week plays out, um, offensive line struggling in practice early in the week, and then come game day against the Panthers, they're playing very well, and it caught Robert sat on the sideline without trying to intrude on his offensive coordinator, saying this is a good time to just run it up their throats, basically. And um, it's just kind of cool to see the start of the week, offensive line struggling, and you can see it coming through in the game then. Uh, and how Salah wants to really drive that home in game situations so uh, it's it, yeah it's one thing I do enjoy about this hard knocks uh, is that every week is almost a mini story in itself we'll see what the focus is next week now
0: like yeah spot on and you, you, like it's something I never even thought of Jason watching that last night like Dalvin Cook like I, I know since we last spoke in the first episode he has obviously joined the Jets apparently the biggest news story of today when we're recording this is He's gonna wear the number thirty three. So if anyone enjoys that, then there you go. And um, I really enjoyed the segment with Tim Boyle, Zach Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. Generally, and we 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 obviously seen the uh, the end of it where they started taking the piss and doing the uh, naked gun segment. But like the the play fake segment was class because obviously for people wondering, it showed two scenarios of a quarterback that was on the screen. Like say it was Rodgers and they would have to guess like the other two quarterbacks in the room would have to guess if it was a pass if it was a play fake or it was a run or whatever Um, I've always got cracked but more so and just from that like look and this is this is not a lazy topic to talk about because it genuinely was one of the main things Jason that I took out of this episode like Zach Wilson looks like a completely different player obviously first off when you're talking about the game against Carolina which was free for people in the north to watch last week hopefully that's still the case this week because of the agreement in the UK for the Jets I'll let people know on social media if it is but he had he had 14 to 20 123 yards of one touchdown but he just seems so much more relaxed he made a joke and Rogers is like what did you effing say I think he was shocked but it's it's good crack to watch I'm really really enjoying it but you can really see that Rodgers is doing the opposite of guys like for example whenever Joe Flacco went to Denver he was had no interest in helping out guys like Rodgers genuinely cares about the players around him because at the end of the day he knows if he's going to win something in New York he has to not just be a good guy but he has to try and get that team together as well because who knows when when Zach Wilson could be needed
1: and it just makes the coach's job so much easier doesn't it when you have an example of a guy in your own team in practice uh, executing plays to perfection and the quarterback room did struggle to decide which way he was going, run or pass. Um, so uh, like, just how much easier is that on the coaches when you can literally just say to the, to a guy in the team, look at the guy next to you, do what he's doing, kind of thing. Um, you'd you'd wonder how quarterback rooms around the league that don't have that presence, um, do they take snippets from other teams and other? Yeah, but when you have it right there sitting next to you, you might as well use it for all you can. And just on Zach Wilson, I think he is taking advantage of that opportunity. It seems like him and Rodgers have this fun kind of, I don't know what you'd call it. It's not really a bromance, it's almost a dad and a son uh, with the age difference. But he seems to be thriving under it. I think a big part of that is the pressure that's come off his shoulders. And um, we discussed it briefly last week how, you know, he knows he's not competing for a starting job right now um, for the next two or three years. So he can really just relish this opportunity to learn and grow from one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And he said it himself, pre-game, football is fun, it's meant to be fun. Sometimes it probably doesn't feel like that when you are in these high-pressure situations fighting for your job, but when Aaron Rodgers is right there by his side on the team, it's just a perfect situation for him to grow. And even on the other side, they're kind of embarrassment to riches here at the moment in terms of players to learn from and star power because this was an episode that focused quite heavily on defence and I'm a big fan of Quinn and Williams or Q-ball as his teammates call him and it's the exact same on that defensive side when you have a guy like that or players around him to learn from it must make the job of defensive coaches so much easier
0: but like that's that's the thing like first off on Rodgers like you've seen Mackay Baxon put his arm around him and say uh, like you know Roger that keep grinding like let, let's get let's let's get together this week and talk and it shows you that they're all really trying to merge together quickly when they're trying to embed that culture quickly so certainly for us it's, it's interesting to see as general fans or analysts and yeah Quinn Williams class like was it Woody Woody was standing beside Robert Sala and he literally said something along the lines of like we wouldn't give anybody else that sort of money unless we knew that they were a good person as well and he just seems a great crack I guess going into that whole defense, like like the scuffles, man. Like I, I look. Don't get me wrong. I understand there's scuffles in every practice, but there was guys really, really having it out, man. Like what, like, like? did you, did you see that at the start of the episode? Like, like, yeah. I was like, where is this going? But I'm presuming, as a long time veteran of Arizona Cardinals football, that these things happen in practice every year. You just have to get over
1: it. Yeah, I think it's really different coaches of different philosophies and that type of thing. I know Cliff Kingsbury with the Cardinals is always kind of anti-fighting in practice. It's a waste of time, you know. We could spend this time actually practicing plays or whatever. Um, but then I think NFL rosters, they need a bit of nastiness, don't they? And you, you don't want to come into the season cold. Uh, a few fights and a few scruffles here and there will we'll get them right in the, in the battle mindset before the season even begins. So... Look, I'm not a good person to ask here. I've never been at an NFL practice or coached players or anything like that, but uh, I I think from the outside looking in, I can see some benefits to it. I understand that you don't want a whole practice to just lose complete structure and, and everything, but I, I think when players are playing hard and they are such competitive people to get to this position in the NFL, you have to be just an ultra-competitive mindset. Stuff like that is going to happen. And I kind of... Enjoy the different dynamics on the team as well of how su- certain players react to that. Younger guys running in, getting involved. The likes of Aaron Rodgers strolling around, offering some words of wisdom. Much more calm. Asking a few players, why exactly did you do that? Was your hands hurt? And stuff like that. It's just funny. Like it's He knows at his age it's not worth the time. Younger guys are trying to prove themselves. Um, but no matter what, it's some good TV to watch, isn't it?
0: actually you brought that into like, I was going to move on to something else here, but you've literally said that just, just, just finally on this episode, um, like the rookies, like them doing the Kahoot quiz. I was like, what are they at? And you can see Salah laughing at the back of the room, but I guess it's just funny. And I'm, like they said, they would do it again next week. So I'm, I'd am i be interested to see how, just how that goes week on week. Like even seeing like Will Will McDonald in the episode as well. Like there's just so many like layers. I do feel, to be fair to so like a lot of the reviews, I do feel like they've, you know, they could have been given more access and I, I, can't like we 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 can't sit here and confirm that they haven't been, but it just feels like there's so much more they could obviously show. But clearly, that is an issue that we can't help or deal with. But certainly, I am, I'm fairly enjoying it. If you had to see one thing next week, Jason, what would it be? Like like they're they're playing the Jets or they're, they're playing the Jets. Wow, the Jets are playing the Bucks early Sunday morning our time, um, and 7:30 Eastern your time because you're in a decent time zone for it. So did a quick turnaround for the episode. The game. Will be interesting. I'm nearly certain. I haven't got it in front of me, but I am nearly certain the game is in MetLife. I think it's the first game of the preseason in MetLife for the Jets. So maybe we could see Rogers um, play against the Bucks. Now, how good is my multitasker right now? Will he play against the Bucks? We'll I'll soon find out. You know, potentially it says that there's been you know this week there's been more fights, so we'll we'll, we'll not give it away anymore in terms of what might happen. It hopefully Rogers plays. But certainly, as you said there, Jason, they're great to see Dalvin Cook come in next week in the episode and like some sort of like Rocky entrance or something. I think that would be a good thing.
1: Yeah, I can picture now it's going to be the intro of the episode, I'd say. Um, just the hard background music playing, Dalvin Cook strolling towards the facility, slow motion, looking very cool, hair flowing. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to most. Um, I I suppose, I'm not sure where Alan Rogers play. Um I'm not sure how much benefit. Well, I, I know he is kind of learning to play with new teammates, so maybe they will give him a a, a slight run out. But um, yeah, just uh, I I suppose in the preseason now is this second game going to be
0: treated like the third game, like it was historically when there was four games. So and it, it got the Hall of Fame game as well, just so they they've played one already as well. So like it all, oh it yeah, feels, yeah. Like I like I'm 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 not jumping in here, but like it feels like you get a common sense approach would be don't play Rob i just this weekend but surely you give him some reps if it's that life just put him out for one or two plays and get him ready like I just don't see why you wouldn't I understand of his age and his experience but like that just seems like you're going to fire him in week one against the Bills I mean that's I, I don't know what do I know this is why I'm sitting in Ireland with a zoom call you know <laughs> uh,
1: yeah I think um Look, yeah, dude, as you say, if it's the first game in MetLife, the fans will be excited to see him and there'll be a lot of people buying tickets just for that reason. So maybe they'll just give him a, a drive or two just for that. Um but there will it should be electric Sunday night, New York City. Kind of New York City, it's actually across the water, but um yeah, I might tune in being in the same time zone. I wouldn't be getting up in the middle of the night for preseason games. I'm not as dedicated as you, Michael. But um yeah, I'll, I'll tune in. And it should be electric if he does come out.
0: Before pop, um, colleges were recording us on the Thursday on the Saturday morning. Anna, and taking your eyes in the league as we get what two or three weeks out? Obviously, got a big weekend in your next pickup with the college game, but is there anything in the NFL that you find interesting re- over the last couple of days?
1: I think really just I've forgotten, you know, in the depths of NFL offseason, you'd almost get excited for preseason football, wouldn't you? And I think, um, about three plays into watching the Cardinals last Friday, I realized, oh yeah, this is preseason, and I just completely lost interest again. So uh, I, I got a, there's certain rookies that I'm interested in watching, um, so definitely be tuning in for some preseason games for that. Did you see the the backlash actually on Twitter? Arizona Cardinals had a very funny social media post mocking Russell Wilson and the Broncos, but there was quite a bit of backlash over that, um, so they ended up deleting the video. But I thought it was Go good banter. So I'm interested to hear what the thoughts of a Broncos fan on it for.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny because I'm getting a lot of stick from Broncos fans in a minute because of the whole Sailor situation. But I think I, I seen the video and I was like, it's funny. Because like that, that robber effer meme in the airport is funny. Like I seen that she um, actually appeared in real life. And there's conspiracy theories saying that's, that's not her. Maybe she's not real. But uh yeah, like, sure, whenever all over, I went over London last year, they were, like, say, yeah, like, joking that he was doing all these, like, things in the plane. I mean, like, look, i tell you what, the, the pressure's on them, and I, I, and I will leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's tough to talk. <laughs> you shouldn't really be talking smack when you're
1: underdogs in every single game of the season. So I can see how it can backfire in that sense. But credit to the social media team. I thought it was a clever post and, um, you know, making light of Modern memes, current memes. I don't know. I'm just talking.
0: <laughs> it didn't go down well in Denver. I'll I'll put it that way. No, I, 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 I had people on my Twitter account. There was literally somebody I'm not going to name who they are. Um, I'll not go into any other detail on that. But you'd if you're you'd know them if you were a fan, and they were disgusted. I I thought it was funny. Anyway, it's grand. we've got episode three. Um, premieres on Tuesday night in the states. Thursday night over here and it's on his own game pass like the day after and we will uh, we'll be back we'll we'll probably put it out on saturday morning anyway because there's a lot of people not going to the college game, so we'll put it out on saturday morning and uh jason thanks to your times see you soon well cheers Michael.